In a lot of the articles we see about this online, the red flags revolve around a toxic boss doing this or a toxic coworker doing that. And what feels notably lacking to me is the inner voice of the person actually making the decision. Welcome to the Incremental Upgrade. I'm your host, Jen Gray, and I know what it's like to feel frustrated when things aren't quite working out the way you had in mind. Luckily, I figured out that big changes come one small win at a time, and mindset makes everything easier. Whether you're creating something new or releasing something that no longer serves you, I can relate. And it's such a good feeling to let it all unfold one inspired action at a time. So that's what I have for you. Something simple you can do for your healthy, happy life today. Well, hello and welcome to the Incremental Upgrade Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gray. I'm an educator, a lifelong student of all things personal development, and also, of course, the host of this podcast about little things we can do that make a big difference in the quality of our lives. On this show, I share practical strategies, quick wins, and clarity questions to help us take inspired action on the things that matter most to us. And to that end, I have a brand new free resource that I'm super excited to share with you if there's a big change you're looking to make in your life. So I'll tell you about that shortly in the context of today's episode, which is all about the process of deciding whether it might be time for a new job. This has been on my mind a lot lately, not only because I find myself in this particular season at the moment, as I have many times before, but also because I'm seeing some suffering here in people I know and love, which on one hand makes me sympathize with the frustration they're often experiencing, but on the other hand makes me excited for all of us because upgrading the career situation is probably one of the most impactful changes we can make in terms of our day-to-day well-being because that's what we spend most of our waking hours doing. So if we overall enjoy it, It can be a huge net positive to our overall well-being, but if we overall hate it, that's not a fun way to live. And as a quick side note to my stay-at-home moms, raising children full-time is absolutely a job, and choosing to quit a traditional job for that purpose or to start something you can do from home at the same time to keep yourself from going crazy absolutely qualify as new jobs. So please know that you are very much included in this topic. All that said, in today's episode, we're going to look at three red flags that it might be time to look for a new job, because in most of the lists and articles we see about this online, the red flags all revolve around our toxic boss doing this or our toxic coworker doing that. And what feels noticeably lacking to me is the inner voice of the person actually having the experience and making the decision, aka you or me, as the case may be. Now, don't get me wrong, because toxic behavior in the workplace can absolutely be a driver that makes people want to quit their jobs. I just think that making other people the focal point in what's ultimately a very important personal decision is kind of handing over a lot of power to people who probably don't really deserve it. I am super, super blessed to work with absolutely wonderful people in this particular chapter of my career, 
which is one of my very favorite things about my job and one of the reasons I feel conflicted about possibly moving on. But I've also experienced the flip side where I loved the job itself, but worked in an interpersonal environment that I found absolutely intolerable. So I understand either way. And that's why today's episode is going to be very inward facing instead. So in preparing ourselves to make a major decision like this, one of the easiest things to do is to notice red flag number one, which is the word hate popping up in our inner or maybe even outer dialogue a little more often than we might like. Hate is a pretty strong word, and there's a lot of emotion behind that that's pretty far down on the emotional scale. So if we find ourselves saying to ourselves, or feeling like we hate something, that's a pretty big red flag. And there's a bit of a challenging balance to strike here between emotional awareness and downward spiral in that on one hand, we get more of what we focus on. So we don't want to spend too much of our time in an ultra negative place. But on the other, our emotions are very much there to guide us. So if we're feeling like we hate something, We don't want to just sweep that under the rug in toxic positivity mode either. One, because we're dismissing feelings that may very well be perfectly valid. And two, because psychologically speaking, and I know I've said this several times on this show before, but we are more motivated by avoiding what we don't want than moving toward what we do. So if we're clear on what's really not working for us, It can help us leave that behind in deciding what comes next. Sometimes we just have a bad day and it might be a one-off thing, but usually when the word hate comes in, there's something more ongoing going on. So our clarity quest then becomes to determine whether it's a deal breaker and whether it's something we can solve. There are a lot of things I love about my current job, But one thing I really struggled with last year was that I live in Arizona, where it is outrageously hot in August and September. I'm talking 110, 115 degrees on a not infrequent basis. And standing outside for almost an hour at a time during afternoon pickup at the school was truly making me miserable. I use the word hate very sparingly. But it got to the point where it was a deal breaker because it was making me physically ill. However, one of the things I've picked up with age, both in jobs and in relationships, is a potential pitfall of deciding that having a deal breaker in the picture means that we have to light a match and burn the whole thing down because there may very well be a solution. In this particular case, I shared with leadership that I was really suffering on this and asked if there was some sort of compromise where we could maybe switch halfway through that grueling afternoon pickup in first quarter when it was really hot. And thankfully, they said yes, which might seem like a minor thing, but that was a major manifested micro win for me last year. So if there's something you hate that might be a solvable problem, it doesn't hurt to try offering a solution. Complaining by itself is not super productive, but if we bring a solution to the table, we may end up a lot better off on the other side. However, it might be that the powers that be say no, and we'll have to take a closer look at the scale. 
So a key consideration to support you in this is red flag number two, which is feeling like we're out of integrity or out of alignment with our values and priorities, because that's a really uncomfortable place to be, not only professionally, but also emotionally. What I mean by feeling like we're out of integrity is feeling like we're doing something wrong, even if it's not necessarily unethical, but we just disagree with it at some fundamental level, like maybe a doctor subject to a policy he doesn't think is in the best interest of the patients, or a teacher subject to a policy she doesn't think is in the best interest of the students, or a sales rep selling a product she doesn't think is in the customer's best interest, or a fundraiser raising money for something where he knows the money isn't being used wisely, or whatever it might be. For example, and don't judge me, but I was a Beachbody coach years ago, which I initially decided to do because I got genuinely life-changing results from the fitness programs, but the only way to make decent money with it was to push Shakeology, which I didn't hate per se, but I also didn't use it to get my results, and it was overpriced, it wasn't organic, so something felt a little off to be pushing it on other people. But then the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when I found out that outside testing showed traces of lead in it, which that's going to be a no for me. It ended up being a blessing in disguise because that's when I struck out on my entrepreneurial own. But the point is that selling that product got to the point of being out of integrity, so it had to go. Sometimes it's a black and white thing, but sometimes it's not. And the only real litmus test here is how you feel about it, which may very well change and evolve over time. I've heard some former beauty therapists say that they started feeling a little off selling certain beauty treatments and products because it felt out of alignment with their desire to help people feel good about themselves and love themselves. And while I love a visit to the salon, I can totally see how if self-love is a high priority value, which may it be for us all, doing work that changes people's appearance could feel either wonderfully aligned with that intention or really off base. And if that's the position we're in professionally, then that's a judgment call that we have to make for ourselves. The third red flag to signal that it might be time to look for a new job is a feeling that we don't like how we're being. This can feel super conflicting when we like what we're doing, but there's something going on that's making us feel or show up in a negative way or a way we don't like, especially if we started the job because there was something specific about it that we do or did really like, and there's some sort of fundamental frustration brewing that makes us feel or act like we don't like that thing. In full transparency, since we're on this journey together, this is where I'm at right now, where I started my current job because I really enjoyed pouring into kids, but sometimes the day-to-day -day reality of 60 kids at a time makes me feel like I don't like how I'm being, and I don't like the potential impact that could have not only on me, but also on the people around me. This feeling of not liking how we're being could also show up in how we're expressing ourselves to others inside or outside of work, or in our family dynamics, or in the energy we're bringing home in general. If 
we find that we're becoming the negative person in our inner circle complaining all the time, and we don't want to be that person, that's something to be aware of. Or maybe our work has gotten super all-consuming to the point that it's costing us more time with our significant others or our kids or ourselves than we're willing to give up. And we find ourselves getting annoyed that they're trying to engage us when we need to work or that we want to be spending time with them or spending time alone and we're working super begrudgingly instead. This was Definitely me when I was a self-employed single parent before COVID, where one of the things that made me choose that path in the first place was my parenting priorities and wanting to be able to pick my daughter up at the end of the school day and not have to put her in aftercare, etc. But the day-to-day reality in that season of my life was that making ends meet in that business was totally all-consuming And it often wasn't realistic for me to stop working when she got home. And I didn't like how I was being with those two competing priorities constantly pulling at me. At that point, if we've gotten to a place where some of these red flags are flying, where we're catching ourselves saying or feeling that we hate something and we mean it, or if we feel like we're out of integrity, like we're going against something we believe in in some way, and or we're not liking how we're being in this particular job, then the question becomes, what are we going to do about it? And what might surprise you is that I'm not going to say to go quit immediately, one, because I'm not here to tell you what to do, and two, because we live in a field of infinite possibilities, and some of the problems that are creating discomfort for us might have solutions that we're overlooking in moments of frustration. Changing jobs is a huge decision, and sometimes it can be hard to get to a place of clarity there, which is where I'm at right now. And what we can do instead that I've found super supportive is to sit with some of that discomfort, to observe that frustration, and start asking ourselves insightful questions to use this situation as an opportunity to get closer to what we actually want. So for example, what do I love about this job that I want to take with me? That's a long list for me right now. What do I not love that I want to leave behind? Where am I feeling like I'm out of integrity? Is there a solution there? What might that solution look like? How do I want to be at work? And what kind of presence do I want to have with my customers or students or patients or colleagues or whoever it might be? And what kind of presence do I want to have with my family when I get home? You might have other questions that come to mind that are unique to your situation, but the point is that I'm not here to tell you what to do. I haven't even decided what I'm going to do, but this process of using the discomfort to invite in greater clarity and to get creative about solving certain problems feels a lot better than burning the whole thing down or in staying in an unhappy situation for too long. As a quick recap of today's episode, if you find yourself feeling like it might be time to look for a new job, then you are definitely not alone And in comparing the several career changes I've made with all the job change articles that Google Cards have been following me around with lately, a lot of the red flags we're being told to pay attention to 
have to do with other people and what they're doing or how they're being at work. And while we are certainly affected by others, the pivot perspective in this episode is to look inward instead at our own inner dialogue and how we're feeling and how we're being. To that end, we looked at three red flags in this episode that it might be time to move on. One, when we catch the word hate cropping up left and right in what we're saying about our jobs to ourselves or to others. Two, when we feel like we're out of integrity, as in selling or implementing something we don't believe in or that doesn't feel right somewhere deep down. And three, when we don't like how we're being in the overall presence we're bringing to work or the overall presence we're bringing home. If we find ourselves in that situation where some of those red flags are flying, then we owe it to ourselves and to our work and to the people we love to do something about it. And before we make a rash decision and bypass possible solutions, we can call in some clarity by asking ourselves insightful questions about what we want to take with us what we want to leave behind, how we might get more of what we want and less of what we don't, and so on. We touched on that briefly in today's episode, that potential pitfall of burning it down prematurely. And as I was outlining this episode, I started thinking of quite a few pitfalls we can avoid in the process of changing jobs or seriously considering it, as the case may be, all of which learned by past blunders of my own. And while my original outline put them all in this episode, I felt like it was getting overwhelming and that there was enough there that the potential pitfalls should be their own conversation next week. So if this is a decision you're facing right now, then I hope you'll join us for the next episode too. I don't pretend to have all the answers. I'm obviously still processing my own, but what I do know is that the greatest clarity comes from within. So to support you in that, I have a brand new free resource I'm super excited to share with you that I mentioned at the top of this episode, which is a list of 25 pivot prompts for when you feel like it's time for a change paired with a little audio about how to get the most out of those clarity questions. So whether you're journaling or just reflecting, These prompts are designed to invite in more clarity for you as you start unpacking whatever big change you might be working on, and I really hope you find them as helpful as I have. In the spirit of incremental upgrades, you can now download these for free at jengray.com forward slash journal, where you'll get the pivot prompts and the audio automatically, so you don't have to wait for me to respond to you with free resources anymore though you're still always welcome to email me at hello at jengray.com with episode suggestions or whatever it might be. And if you are in the process of making a big change in your life and or you find the pivot prompt supportive, then definitely stay tuned because I have yet another exciting resource in the works for you that I'm excited to share very soon. In the meantime, if you enjoyed today's episode, I would love to hear from you in a quick review because the Incremental Upgrade is an intentionally social media-free podcast, which means that your reviews and what you pass along personally really makes a big difference. So if you know someone who's thinking about changing gears at work sometime soon, then I hope you'll send it their way. 
If you haven't already, then the best way to connect with the show is to subscribe, which means that you'll get new episodes automatically. And in the meantime, you can get instant access to the pivot prompts at jengray.com forward slash journal. Or as always, you can still email me at hello at jengray.com if there's a question on your mind or a topic you'd like to talk about in a future episode. So please feel free to holler anytime. Thank you so much for tuning in today and for hanging out all the way through the end of the episode. I hope you're able to make some peace with this process and trust that everything is unfolding exactly as it should because changing jobs is a huge decision and I'm right there with you and excited to continue this conversation in our next episode. Have a wonderful day and bye for now. Thanks again for tuning in today. Did you like this episode? If so, I'd love if you shared it with a friend. You can also subscribe to get new episodes automatically and share your thoughts in a quick review. Before you go, check out the show notes below for links to all the resources we talked about today, including your first human design consult free at jennray.com. 